Welcome to Escape from Plan A. This is Teen. How's it going? I got Adam with me. Adam, what's going on, man? How are you? How are uh, you not bad, man. Not bad. I figure, I don't know, it's summer. Everyone's sort of like, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit checked out myself, but we should probably put out a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> Instead of like constantly going. We had a couple, we had a couple scheduled, but they kept everyone's, I don't know. It's hard to schedule stuff. Um. God damn! I feel like I feel like my own boss at work, just like struggling to add people to the meeting. The meeting plan. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, that is the worst thing to do at work is try to get more than maybe two or three people to <laughs> into yeah. a meeting. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, I don't know. I had um. Not sure what I wanted to pot about, but then I've noticed like I don't really have a lot of pot ideas lately. Like I don't. There's nothing that I really want to talk about. I'm like just ranting on Twitter like constantly uh, about mostly this sort of like runaway escalation that I'm seeing at least with China. It's gotten like so much worse than I could have imagined. And uh, it's so wrongheaded. It's so dangerous. And it's like just a kind of loser thing that's going on in America where we basically like the government and the media have conspired to make everyone in America just a whiny bitch, uninformed whiny bitches who just blame everything. Every one of our problems, we just blame it on Russia and China. That's yeah. what we've become. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think the sort of the tone, maybe, not, maybe recently it's escalated, but I feel like ever... Ever since maybe 2016 and throughout the Trump presidency and certainly through the Biden presidency, um, whenever Russia or China come up, it's not in like it doesn't come across as a as, as like strength. Like we're really, you know, criticizing Russia and China for their misdeeds. And we have a lot of like, you know, legitimacy to do that. It just seems like a lot of whining to me. Um, and. You know, I I just I I, I yeah I, I don't I don't and I think it's kind of dangerous. I think it's not kind of dangerous. I think it's dangerous. Yeah, not not only is it a matter of whether we're doing it with force or whatever, it's also like we're we're blaming them for problems that are like our own doing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it, I just don't like. Uh, you know, it's not just China and Russia. It's like Iran. It's Cuba. It's North Korea. It's all the Venezuela. It's all the countries that. I don't know, have somehow gotten out of hand and we want to like discipline them. Or I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, yeah, I mean, you you were tweeting, I think maybe today about how we came out. Um, maybe it was Blinken or someone came out to say that we are going to be um, like either like if Iran, if Iran doesn't stop trading with China, um, then we're going to, you know, discipline them or something. Yeah, they're like, going to blockade. Well, they're, they're, they're saying like, oh, we might blockade oil shipments from Iran to China because <laughs> that trade has gone way up. Right. And so we're like, whoa, Iran. The, I think the problem is that we used to be the global hegemon. And so if we told Iran, hey, you're not allowed to trade with anyone, we're going to, you know, they, right. you're they fucked. Would, they would, but now right. they can yeah. just go trade with China. And so we're like, well, we're going to have to stop that too. And uh, the, which is fine. Look, I mean, in a way it's like, you know, powerful interests are going to pursue their interests, right? Like, sure. I get it. 
Uh, I don't like it, but that's just what's going to happen. But the problem is that in order to sell this at home, uh, they just go with this really simplistic evildoer versus righteous liberal democratic Westerners story because they don't want to invest time and to tell us like what's really going on because we probably wouldn't understand anyway or care. And we would just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why, like what that's about. I don't, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So to make it clearer as to why we should be doing this shit, they just make it a simple like evil versus good thing. Like these evil Iranians, evil Chinese, evil Russians, evil Venezuelans. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and people buy it. And I'm not just talking about MAGA chuds and Trump supporters, which is what all my liberal friends think. It's them. They believe it. They just don't. They think that it's based on real information. They think like this is actually going on, that we're actually having this crisis of liberal democracy around the world. And we're worried about the did you see that liberal democracy index char- like graph on Twitter? <laughs> like there there's like this graph of like it's called the liberal democracy index. Yes, over that's time. right. That's right. And they're like, look at the U.S. Graphs. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the United States. And it's like kind of up there in the 80s or something. And then look at Cuba. And it's just been flatlined at zero for 50 years. Right. Uh, what the fuck is a liberal democracy index? They're like, oh, we're, you know. And yeah. it's just such an ob- <laughs> here's the thing. For me, anyway, it's just such an obvious fucking lie. But to watch so many people fall for it all at once is this, it's very disturbing to me because I'm like, they can get away with anything now. Or not only that, they, these people are not that smart. The people in power, the people setting policy, Biden, all his, all Biden's people, they're not much smarter than Trump's people, honestly, looking at the results of their, of the last, you know, however long he's been in office now. How long has it been? More than half a year. Yeah. Uh, It's not that much better. Uh, He's not exactly killing it with the COVID response. No. It's blowing up again. The stock market's down way today because variant is popping up everywhere, uh, including in places like Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And so it's not going great. Um, So where am I going with this is, I don't trust these fucking people. So I think that they could really cause a major problem in the world without even intending to. Like, I'm really starting to see that a lot of the biggest problems we're going to have are going to be unintentional. You know, it's just that we had, we just let it fucking happen. And, uh, you know, you look at the way the U.S. has completely changed its nature and its posture with respect to the rest of the world uh in particular russian and china and those other you know associated countries like we are doing everything we can to get them to start a war you know what i mean like we're doing everything short of declaring war on them we're just like we we're gonna harass the fuck out of you until you give me a reason it yeah i mean you know, people people were upset with um, you know Trump for uh, seeming to admire or openly admiring a Putin, right? And you know, okay, maybe that doesn't look great, 
but at the same time, you're not poking the bear, right? You're not, you know, making fun of them. You're not like harassing them militarily or, you know, you're not running warships, like, you know, at this, you know, skirting their waters and all this stuff. Um, and, you know, you're not openly sort of antagonizing them. So maybe it's not great to be like, I think you're awesome, but it's also like better than saying, I think you're the worst thing and you're like the axis of evil, right? And I think with China, yeah, there's a lot of this sort of more aggressive posture towards them. Uh, and I don't think, I think maybe 30 years ago, it would have been okay. But I don't think China now is necessarily going to put up with that. Um, I don't they've think said we're not going to put up with it. Yeah, and they <laughs> like, said it, like, they just like right? look, look. These are the red lines. Just don't cross yeah. them, and, we're, and we'll and, be okay. But if you cross them, it's going to be really bad. Right. And, and I don't you know, trust our leaders to understand that. Right. And maybe you know. And it's not like it. You don't necessarily follow those guidelines or do what like the sovereign nation says. You know, don't cross this line. It's not that you don't cross it because like you're afraid of them. Right. It's not like you're doing that because like you agree with it. It's just that you don't necessarily want to have a war or offend them without reason. You don't just, you know, step over lines just to like do that. Right. And, but I feel like there's this maybe because they're trying to play towards like the, um, like domestic, like domestic political crowd that they need to like do this line stepping and this, and this, uh, you know, aggressive talk. To show to signal internally, oh yeah, we're tough on on China. Um, not realizing how that comes across to the Chinese, uh, and I'm afraid that sort of playing to the domestic base is going to be a big mistake toward you know because of how it looks to you know on, on the for, on the global stage. Um, that's that's my concern. It's not like I have any particular love for you know the Chinese Communist Party or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have, I don't trust any of the, <laughs> I don't trust any of our um, foreign policy apparatus to to be smart about all this stuff. Like, they're just gonna they they act like the veneer seems different, but I feel like just the same aggressiveness, you know, is is there. Like, it, and in some ways, I think the Democratic Party almost for is almost forced because they're they're told oh you're always soft on crime or you're always soft on or, you know you're not like manly enough almost that they they go too far with it um yeah, and, fake liberal faux nationalism yeah. right right you know like and it's always some bullshit where they're just like it's like a posed thing where they're like it's biden driving the ford lightning with his like aviator glasses doing his old diamond joe routine like it's just like right really put upon masculinity or it's this like completely overcompensated boss woman thing like yeah like the way uh kamala does it or hillary like and this isn't a yeah and this isn't a new thing i mean like like dukakis was leading in the polls and then he got into the tank with the helmet and it was over because they're like <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah but it works these days you know? yeah it fucking works these days, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I mean, and it was, you know, I, I have to say funny just because like, you know, but it was funny because people were saying, you know what, we're going <laughs> to, Biden's going to come into power and we're going to have like woke bombs and like rainbow flags on missiles and stuff. And they literally did it. Like there was a, <laughs> there was a photo of it. Um, and I'm like, wow, 
they actually did it and they thought it was like they did something but <laughs> did you did you see the the floods in germany like some of the media coverage about that stuff i've seen some of the footage and i know that people like to dunk dunk on like the german woman who was like oh my god like we never thought it would happen in germany you know, I don't think that there's anything necessarily racist about her saying that. She was just being honest about it, like you said. Um, and it's yeah. awful. Like I, I I'm not ca- here to. I'm not going to like dunk on her. It is awful. That, I, I like, don't it's care. Happened. Yeah, I don't. I don't really you know? care to dunk on or to defend. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just. I just think that the fact that she said that reveals something, which is yeah. like this shit is getting real. Like people are like, whoa, whoa. I I didn't picture this happening except on a television in some faraway poor country. And you could, yeah, you're right. I think she's saying that because that's how the media uh, will, um, the media coverage of these types of events would lend you to expect that. Right. Not happening like right in, right in the middle of Germany. Well, I mean, yeah, I, would, and- I think most people would be pretty shocked when we're pretty shocked. Like, Oh, I didn't know that could happen there. And then I was right. reading the story. They're like, Oh yeah, that's because it doesn't happen here. The last time it happened here might've been like a thousand years ago. And you're like, Oh, this is fucked up. This is yeah. very fucked up. I've never heard of, uh, you know, 188 Germans dying from flooding right. or, quote, hundreds of people in a mass casualty event, which what, what? What was it? It was a heat wave. It wasn't a fire. It wasn't, you know, uh, a tornado or a hurricane. It was just heat. Yeah, it just it hundreds of people in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, yeah. There's... And- a fire going on now again. It's like an annual thing now. Last year it was that giant. Fu- was it last year? No, it was earlier this year. Was when when like that the you know there the was a organ yeah. was covered in like soot. Yeah, and and they used to only get like the. Um, I mean, I think in a way like uh, California sort of was at least for like for the last ten years or so. We're always gonna we're we're expecting like annual wildfires. Yeah. But like up to Oregon and like Washington, it was maybe every ten years or so. Now it's every year. Um, and it's cra- yeah, it's crazy. Okay, it's, it's it's getting bad. I mean, it's so it's it's been bad. But it's been like, it's it, it's like that. You know what I think? Of? It's kind of like um, you know, Saving Private Ryan, like the first scene where you're like they're going in that <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that pontoon boat thing, and and they're like, right, remember D-Day. your training or whatever. Or maybe that was. Uh, that might have been some other movie, but you know they're they're getting ready. I think it was Saving, saving Private Ryan because the first scene in that movie is them uh, going up the beaches in Normandy. Yeah, and it's like it's it, that's kind of us, right? Like we think we're we're there, it's going to be a battle against um, you know the climate uh, or against our carbon emissions. We're going to enter this phase of very complex, and then the door opens, and then everyone's dead oh, within yeah. two seconds. Oh yeah, and that's just- what this is starting to feel like, where. We've been talking about how there's going to be this slow but gradually increasing rise. First, we're going to see the seas rise. Then we're going to start. No, it's way worse than that. It's right. like the entire West Coast will be on fire with smoke covering the sky like it's fucking Blade Runner 2049 right. every year from here on out. And it's yeah. going to hit 119 degrees right. and, and, in the Pacific and, Northwest. Right. And in Texas, you're going to have people freezing to death. And then a few months later, they're going to be dying of heat stroke. Yeah. And you're going to lose your power because both they don't have enough to heat your home and then they don't have enough to cool it down. Yeah. So um, I'm bringing this up because I'm bringing up climate change because it's like, you know, just forget like war with China or whatever. I, I, I'm not a big believer that that's going to happen. And even if it does, I think 
they would fit they would quickly come hopefully i think we would quickly come to our senses that this is a very fucking bad idea especially when markets tank because oh yeah the thing that really governs shit right now is markets so if the markets start reacting that's your counterweight so i'm not terribly concerned but the thing is we need to work with china and the rest of the world to fix the climate problem and it just dawned on me that if it's that bad this year and 2020 was we're on track to be worse than 2020 and 2020 was pretty fucking bad. Uh, I don't know how much fucking time we have left, man. Before, yeah. Not before you die, <laughs> I go outside and die, but before no. like your way of life is severely impacted where it's going to, everything's going to be more expensive, inconvenient. It's every year is going to just get worse and it's just going to be constant crisis. And that's going to be the base reality from here on out. And that's terrifying to me. It's um, it's scary. Um, I think that I think I heard I saw a tweet somewhere. Or I heard someone say say this that um, there was this constant. There's been this constant um, criticism of climate scientists um, ever. You know, for probably the last twenty years or so, that they're too alarmist. Right? They've been too aggressive in their messaging and like they've been too sort of you know they've been too shrill about um how dangerous they could this could be it's not motivating people right they're saying like well yeah you're not giving them hope you're not enticing them to act well yeah but i think some way the point they're like from what we're seeing now they didn't they weren't alarmist enough in that they were it al- they're almost yes, that's, downplaying. That's probably right. I think a lot they of were people- downplaying it because they didn't want to scare people into right. not acting, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know, I'm like, well, I couldn't, I can't really blame them because even the most mildest projections and the mildest um, calls to action were pushed back on. Like people were being told to like never turn their faucet on ever again, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, and th- but that sort of scared me. Um, and I'm like, well, other countries have not necessarily taken it the same way that we have. Um, I think other, some other countries have taken it a little bit better, but I think globally, um, we have not, you know, the human race has not done great. Um, I do think there is like, I don't like to come across as saying like, oh, you know, it's, there's no way that we can possibly solve all of this. I mean, I think we could, but I don't see, I don't have a lot of hope that, there's a political will, you know, to 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 do what's going to be necessary, um, to to really sort of um, dull the pain, because there, there's at this point, I don't think there's any path forward that will not be painful to some extent, um, and I just don't know if anyone in America or Europe uh, has sort of that fortitude in them. Uh, myself included. I- I'm not trying to like exclude myself from that. Um, so yeah, I-, I don't know. I think there is. I think the world could. I don't. I don't. I, I can't speak for the rest of the world. Obviously, right? Like we don't know, but it seems like they are taking this more seriously than we are. We're yeah. the, we're the one country that like pretended I think some to countries sign are, to Paris. Yeah, yeah we t- pretended to sign on to Paris and then just fucking left, and now we're back. Are we back? Uh, but not really in the <laughs> sense that, you know, we not we we didn't ratify it. Um 
which is we yeah, anyway which is like the i mean the paris accord was like one of the weakest things it was a sort of, it, it was non-binding to anybody it was just well, you could like, make it binding if you wanted to and you could yeah. you could pass it as legislation or as a treaty or something but we didn't do that we just the president right. just said we signed it you know but point being i you know i think like I think I think we've gotten you. I don't know what you think about this, but I do think, especially on the left, I think we have gotten used to blaming institutions. We've gotten used to the mm-hmm. idea that the individual American is not at fault here. Your average sure. working American is blameless. It is capitalism, and it is the institutions that are doing this. And I think that there's um, there's something a little bit too easy about that. And it's not, I agree with the idea that we're not all going to recycle our way out of this. Like we're not going to all paper straw our way out of this, which is what the left always loves to talk. That's their favorite example. Like, uh, you know, like, (laughs) but I get their point. I I understand the point, but I'm just saying that like the left, some fundamentally is not interested in changing their mindset either. Yeah. They're not interested in understanding the way the the ways our mindsets have to change, the way our thinking has to change, the way that certain thought patterns of the past have got to go for us to move forward, and a lot of that has to do like we've got to deal, we got to stop blaming the rest of the world for our problems. We've got to stop yes. blaming foreigners. Yeah, we've got to stop blaming China. We've got to stop blaming those communists. Okay, whatever it is. And honestly, we got to stop blaming Trump. We just got to yeah. stop blaming other people for problems. We have to understand the ways in which, like, we also have to change. Like, whoever is speaking about the need to change, if that person is like, like, oh, you know, other liberals need to think like this, or other right, you know, other right wingers need to stop doing this. But if all of those prescriptions somehow just exclude anything you fucking have to do. Uh, you're probably falling for some kind of Copernican error there because it's like, you're not, you're not the fucking center. <laughs> like you are not the answer to the problem. And if only everyone else was like you, you know what I mean? I, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I get what you're saying. Um, so like we have to want to change, but nobody does. Everyone wants everyone else to change. But they don't want to change their own thinking or perspective. Like they don't want to try something new. And I'm saying this like, okay, as I say this, right, the question, a question easily arises, which is, well, how do you know you're right about this? Maybe you, teen, have to change, right? Like maybe if we all have to change, then that applies to me. So I'm in no better position to say this than anyone else. But my point is this, is there is an ether here. There is a point of reference by which we need to change. It's not, it's not a change in the sense of like each of us individually needs to get better. It is that we have a American way of thinking that is describable and is fairly consistent. That's what mm-hmm. needs to change. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's clear which ones of us need to change because if you understand, I think, what is an object an objective description of Americans and we can be described in general terms for sure. Yeah. Uh, and we understand that about ourselves and then we can start to say, wait, I'm going to try and change based on 
now having seen myself <laughs> in the form right. of how Americans think and act. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? And that shouldn't hurt because that's not you as a person. That's you as an American. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Um, but I think that for a lot of people, them as an American and them as an individual are so intertwined. Yeah, their personal, their personal, their personal is intertwined you know. with the American. And if you're being, if you're point. saying to me, Ugh. not not to me, but if you're telling somebody who has that feeling mm. that um, you're saying that my uh, the way I think is an American, which means the way I think as an individual um, has been wrong, and I need to change it because you don't necessarily mean that you're wrong when you say tell someone or tell somebody or say that this has to change. You're not saying you're wrong about it. It's just that it's not necessarily working or the best way to to do something. You can interpret it as saying that you were somehow morally wrong or something, but th- that's not what it's meant. It's just sort of like that's maybe we should change a little bit. But people interpret it. I think I think it's a pretty American way. Uh, uh, um, Amer- it's pretty American to interpret that as saying that you were morally incorrect or wrong. Um, but if someone, if you tell someone that. And they feel that way, then they're just going to completely shut shut you down. I think you're right, and I think it's and impossible. that and that sucks because then there's no way to change it. <laughs> because- well, you know what though? I think also we have to be we have to be open minded to the possibility that that just is the case. That I I don't dis- I agree with you, <laughs> but yeah. I, you know I I don't know whether it's in the American character to do that. I don't. Maybe I, I at really some don't. point there was, but uh, I don't think so now, and I don't think real- that's a I'm having a real crisis of faith in America. Well, yeah. I, that, and that doesn't mean that much to me personally because I've never been that identified sure. as an American, but yeah. I am. I it, it just It's not that big a deal to me because I've never really truly believed in any of this shit. <laughs> but yeah. I could at least try and f- be optimistic about it. I could try and at least be like, well, you know, you got what you... You're not given much in life, but you get, you know, you play the cards you're dealt... You know, right. I was born in America. I'll die in America. Yeah, love America. You know, whatever. I could, I, but now yeah. I'm like, wait, no, I'm not sure that that's good enough. I think we actively need to do something about this now, or that, yeah, so or, I, prepare, I, or, or 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 really see the tr- maybe not do something, but see the truth of what's going on. Right, it's very bad. Now, now the way that I think we can sort of uh, we can appeal to um, this American I- idea is to because i do think there are parts of i think what the stereotypical american mindset are that can be appealed to that can help sort of drive changes in the society that we might want to see to deal with let's say the climate crisis globally or something like that uh and i think we need to try to identify those things and from the left or maybe from a not from the left or the, not from like the Democrat or the Republican angle, but from a, maybe a non-party way, try to um, identify what those are and to, to couch the ideas that we'll need to embrace to sort of be able to, um, you know, to, to, to tackle the climate crisis. Um, and we have to find a way to like express it in those dimensions so that people don't, uh, you know, don't viscerally say, "Oh, you're saying I'm wrong and I'm a bad person. I don't want to change. I'm American. I'm proud and all that crap." 
Um, but I don't know necessarily what those are. I think some of the, I think sometimes like, I think sometimes pride can be, you know, used in a good way. Like maybe just this like exceptionalism and maybe try to appeal to Americans and say, look, we should be the leaders in this instead of, um, following. And maybe that can be a way to push some ideas. But, uh, you know, I don't I don't want to just give a, up. You, I think, you know what I, I mean? Like as, you're, as you're saying that, I'm like, man, you just expended energy to try and be optimistic, right? Uh, yeah, I'm trying, man. And I'm, I'm saying to you that I've tried that too for a while and yeah. I'm tired and I, I'm not really sure that it's worth it because I don't maybe know if there's any real grounds for optimism. <laughs> and so the question I'm grappling with these days as a person is what do you do? What do you do when you really don't realistically see that there's going to the future is going to be better that it's just probably going to get worse and fast what do you do in that because i've never honestly seen the world that way i've never gotten used to seeing the world that way i was raised in a, in a way where we were taught in a very deep way to expect that things would get better over time yeah no i With was blips too. and interruptions yeah. along the way but the quote, moral arc, right, where, where the right. arc of history uh, would get better, both materially and morally. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's not, that is not realistic to me anymore. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's starting to be with, you know, the last, th- it's the last three minutes of the basketball game. And we're down, we're down like 20 points with three to go. It's going to take a fucking miracle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like winning yeah. this game, you're going to be tonight's sports center highlight. That's, that's what you need to do from here is <laughs> you need to become a human highlight reel to get this done. You need to be, um, yeah, you need to be Tracy McGrady where he scored like 21 points in the last, yeah. <laughs> remember yeah, that exactly. game? Yeah, exactly. You got to sc- do that. And but here's the thing, even that analogy kind of sucks because the game has a definite point at which you decide who the winner is or whatever. Like here, oh. we don't even know when the game ends. We're not even right. we, the game might already well, be over. We're not even sure. That's the thing. It might already be over. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, uh, uh, from the perspective, we're still playing of, basketball. Like it's like right. we're still counting points. But it's I mean, over. from the perspective of human history, right, and human civilizations. Uh, there's no real game over unless we all, you know, unless everything's destroyed and, and, and America going, losing its position is not, doesn't mean that the game's over. Right. It just sort of. Oh no, I'm talking about climate change. I'm talking about. Oh, you mean, oh yeah. yeah, Um, Like whether, whether we're going to be able to do something to avoid the worst of temperature rise and and all that. Like you're seeing, we're seeing it now. Uh, It's frightening, dude. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? No, I know, man. It's, it's frightening. Like, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. People are. I didn't know that when they meant global warming, we, people were literally dying from third degree burns in the hospital from fire. I didn't know that that was what was going to happen. Uh, yeah, they didn't um, talk about that. <laughs> you know, it's funny in 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 the <laughs> in in my experience. Well, in my own personal history, um, I've been around climate scientists and people, and they've talked about that. So I'm not. <laughs> It's not like I was looking forward to it because no one can look forward to that. But I'm not surprised by it. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's the reality of what happens. And um, 
but yeah, in terms of hope, yeah, I don't. Fuck hope. I don't know, man. I, I just um, what do we hope, what do we do in this whole thing worse? Not only is it not a good idea because it's probably not true, but it is keeping people from confronting reality. See, here's the thing, man. Is underlying I've, I, there's so many problems in the world and and it's very confusing but for me what i'm thinking all the time is what is the fundamental deep down problem and it's going to be it's something in people okay it's right. something inside people and i think a lot of it i think it's something inside americans i think we are the problem so it's something inside americans that's i think kind of unique to us mm. right mm-hmm and the what more do you, what about, do you mean? Meaning like there is something about us that does make us exceptional as people. We have mm-hmm. a there's a certain americanness to us that puts us at odds with kind of the rest of the world. Particularly places on earth that have a longer history and a traditional culture that arose over time. Right. Versus um like settler colonies like uh United States or Australia. Uh, or mm-hmm. Canada, mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because I think that makes us actually different than the United Kingdom, in, in a way, right? Um, no, we are different. We are different, like culturally. The they're like they're. Yeah. We are kind of exceptional to them, though. Increasingly, the world has Americanized, and we're seeing this problem beyond our borders too. But I think it is ultimately looking back. I think it is American in origin. And it is just the, just how deeply divorced from reality we are. It's that simple. I just think it's like people. We are just like we're ha- like it's like the country has psychosis or something. It's in a psychosis where it does. It's only interested in internal arguments that's going on inside our own heads. Uh, Democrat versus Republican, you know, fighting, endless, tiresome fighting that nobody really cares about. I mean, nobody cares about it at this point, okay? Um, but that is all people, it's it's like all we know is just kind of like what's going on with us. We don't have any sense of the rest of the world and what's going on. <laughs> and we're doing crazy shit. And when it comes to China and when it comes to climate, both of those, I'm like, this is your, this is a test. This is an example where if we look at our behavior, there's clearly something wrong. Yeah. And it's because we don't grasp reality. The rest of the world is looking like at us like we're crazy because we are. The, the, The nation has gone insane. And there's been many examples of that. Like January 6th. The storming of the Capitol was an, a clear piece of tangible, objective evidence on 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 television, on video, that we are kind of fucking insane. We're an insane people. You know what I mean? Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's bad. It's bad. No, we're um, we're bad. It's bad. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I can't really say that I, I disagree with you, and that I do think that the idea, uh, the bedrock idea of American exceptionalism, and the you know, as I as I get older and I start reading more of history, not that I'm like a 
you know, that well read in it, but just sort of getting a little bit more aware. Um, the whole idea of a manifest destiny, um, you know, just, yeah, you look back at what we've done and what we've said and this American feeling and this cowboy ethic, it, it, it's insane. <laughs> and, um, you can say that there are analogs maybe in, uh, in, in this culture or that culture, but none of them really fit. I think the American versions of them, um, are different, uh, and exceptional in the fact that they're unique <laughs> not to say not to put a value judgment on it just I, I that don't, they're I different. don't even think that we're connected um, to that our own past anymore like well no well, like yeah we, maybe manifest- we're not but i'm just saying yeah. that people will say oh yeah the, we 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 didn't make it up i'm like okay maybe we didn't make it up maybe the origin of it wasn't uniquely our ours but it's been it's changed so much it's been perverted so much that it is now it is different now uh and um yeah, I, I don't know whether we can come back from what, this. What's disturbing to me is not the people sitting across the, you know, across the Red Lobster who are not confronting reality. It's not, you know, the people uh, <laughs> sitting in the subway with me that are not seeing reality the correct way. I don't really care about that. But it's like it's gotten to the point where nobody, including your leaders, your political leaders, your your business leaders – they, in in a way, I kind of want to leave business out of this one. I think it's more government. I think businesses see things a lot clearer than government. I hate to say it. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it's true. But I think that watching them hmm. just totally ignore reality. Like, okay, let's talk about, this is another thing that nobody likes to talk about because it's so heavy handed, like the, the discussion about it in America. But the, the Uyghur genocide, the quote, Uyghur genocide. Right. Okay. I, for the longest time, I'm like, I don't, this is kind of a, you know, you're saying genocide. That sounds pretty scary. I'm not going to weigh in on this. If anyone asks me, I'm just going to claim ignorance. And then over time, I was like, maybe that's what they want. They want you to claim ignorance. And so I was like, starting to, you know what? Maybe I will look into it a little bit. So I did my own research. Okay, truly, I did. I, I just went and just looked for things on my own. I, I wasn't trying to read what others had written about it. I'm just trying. My first thought was, I feel like this. a lot of this has to do with Trump declaring a trade war on China. It changed a lot of things, our position with China. And I thought maybe that was around the time that the, the Xinjiang Uyghur genocide thing started coming around. So I said, let's look for what happened prior to that trade war, before 2020. What were we saying about it? And I started seeing stuff that I couldn't believe. In as late as 2018, there are reports in like Reuters, NBC News, whatever. It's still there. It's all there. That the U.S. was specifically targeting Uyghur separatists in northern Afghanistan. And that we had killed a bunch of them. And that that was sure to please China. And that that might finally get China to take seriously the designation of... Uyghur separatists on the official terrorism list of the United States, where they were on it from 2002 until 2020, when the trade war started. And right right around that time, 2020, when we decided to launch this thing against China, I guess it actually came, it was 2019. But by 2020, things were going full bore. That 2020 was 
the year where they they took it off. They they suddenly reversed policy and took off Uyghur separatists from the terror watch list. And now we are supporting them. And then we guess what? We left Afghanistan. <laughs> so <laughs> right, well, okay, we so did, that's yeah. that, that's facts. You don't have to do much to just see those facts. But nobody knows those facts. Like nobody is talking about those facts. Everyone is just talking about speculative shit about genocide. And then you got people saying stuff like, this is the worst atrocity since the Holocaust. And I'm like, You're this is insane. You people are saying insane things at an insane level. And yeah, not seems... quite understanding the danger of that. Right. Yeah, I mean, it seems very convenient that, as you were saying, like we were trying to pressure China to to take the weaker terrorist separatist threat seriously, uh, and then it's suddenly no, you're doing a genocide against them. Uh, it seems convenient to do that, and then all the evidence that I've seen pointing to an actual genocide don't doesn't seem to really add up, right? I mean. Well, if it if it was going to add up, I figured it would have added up at some point within the past ten years, right? Why is it suddenly uh, this thing? I've not because at first I thought, okay, maybe it was like a low key news item back in the 2015, 2016 era, possibly. Then, I mean, and then it kind of grew louder and louder. Okay, fine, but that's not exactly what happened. What happened was like we changed sides. We were bombing Uyghurs. We had Uyghur uh, ex- like terrorists. If that's what you want to call them. We had Uyghur terrorists uh, in Guantanamo Bay. And we wouldn't allow them to be released into the United States. We we're like, fuck, they're not coming in here. So it's, I don't know. My point is not, I don't want to go too much into that other than to say, it didn't take very long for me to realize that there's a basic reality here that's very straightforward. Like, did we ever kill Uyghurs? Is that, that's a question to ask. Right. And it's just completely ignored. Like totally ignored, even though it's not hidden. It this this news is it's reported on. It's in public domain, and nobody talks about it. And uh, it's leading us. This is another thing where it's just it's it seems like it's leading us into something really dangerous. And it's I don't know, man. How do you how do you sort of just sort of like ignore that? Because ultimately, you do have to ignore it. That's the fucked up part is like a normal person has no control over this. So just thinking about it is pointless because there's nothing you can do about it. So you just have to stop worrying and learn to love it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, (laughs) yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. What are we going to do about it? Right. I mean, you can say the right thing. You can be like, if they're doing this, this is awful. They shouldn't do it. Just like, you know, everyone who was against Tibet. Right, not against Tibet, Tibet, but everyone was worried about Tibet for a long time, right? Uh, and you're like, okay, yeah, sure. If they're doing that, that's not great. We should, you know, we not we don't support that. Um, but that's about as an American over here. That's about as much as we can say or do, right? Maybe raise some money. Um, I don't know. Feel good that we are on the right side of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know you what know? the answer is, but I will say that probably it's best, in my opinion, to start seeing this a little bit, not quite, not exactly, I'm just using this as an analogy, but a little bit like the Titanic, 
but early on, like, you know, we just hit the fucking. Oh, it's uh, not even before we hit the iceberg. No, no, no. We've hit, we've, we hit the iceberg. <laughs> People know there's something fucked up going on. But I think everyone at this point is waiting for the captain to to, to say to, something. To right. say something. Yeah. What are we going to do? How are we going to how are we all going to get saved? Right. Like how this is clearly going to be a situation where we all survive this. Right. And I think most people are clinging on to that belief now, which is, well, yes, things are bad, but ultimately the leadership is going to find a way to save us. And in that case, in that instance, it was probably much better for you to not believe that. It would have really upped your survival rate, your survival chances. Because I think at at that point you would have been like, I need to get closer to the lifeboats. Right. I'm not saying that America's sinking and we need to get into lifeboats. I'm just saying that in that case, people who took the threat more seriously than the official line right. had it probably would have had a better chance. I don't know. I'm just speculating, but it seems that that, 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 that they would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least you, I guess, maybe would have been a little bit more prepared to take action once once the alarm bells went off or people were actually sort of aware or... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't even know then though, because how many people actually got off? Right. I mean, not that many, right. Um, well, let, let's put it this way. If, if I knew what I, what we know now, and I was on the Titanic, I'd be out of there, right. I'd be crawling into the, well, I wouldn't have been on the, I wouldn't have been on the Titanic. <laughs> let's say you quantum leaped back there, you know, like, you okay, yeah, yeah. Know, but you're stuck. You couldn't, okay. yeah, you, you were. I'm going yeah, to the lifeboat. Do you know what's going to happen? You need to get there. They, I, I'm on that lifeboat <laughs> before they even lower it. They'd be like, why are you on the lifeboat? But I can't the tell Chris, you. <laughs> but yeah. But I think what we know is that this isn't... It's not the case that nothing has happened yet. And you're just thinking, oh, we might hit an iceberg. And this is going to say... I'm saying like, we're probably in the stage where we should know pretty clearly that there was a big event... <laughs> Yeah. Or a series of big events. Yep. And uh, this whole thing is kind of in trouble now. Like, the right? Like, the, our whole system is, yeah, is kind think, of in trouble. I think you'd have to be pretty I think a naive lot of American- or, or willfully ignorant to think- live through 2008 and then, um, you know, the pandemic uh, and other little smaller sort of crises that have happened consistently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to sort of be like wait a minute yeah everything's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have to sort of figure out like that shit's not normal like th- this doesn't ha- this didn't used to happen this frequently like stuff happened <laughs> but like every year every other year but but i maybe it's me but i just feel like by and large we still despite all of this kind of have faith that the authorities will figure it out. Even if they don't do a great job, like even if there's a lot of things we can't trust them on, like let's take COVID for example. Mm-hmm. I think the takeaway from COVID is we have terrible public health, like, you know, response and we can't get shit together, but we can vaccinate like hell. We can develop vaccines and we can get them deployed faster than anyone else. Right. Which we so, did. Yeah. Which we did. And which we therefore are going to walk away from this feeling like, Although win, they're right? not totally got it under control, like it's pretty bad. It's a lot of things. It it at bottom, they still got they can put this thing, they can deal with it. Right. You know. So I'm I'm saying that like I don't really 
trust that that's going to hold going forward on even bigger things like climate. No, I think we got, I think we've been getting lucky. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, a combination of skill and luck, but, um, you know, the, the, we have to be, you know, sort of uh, like the analogy is made that like, you know, whoever's trying to hurt you only has to succeed once. Um, you know, a disaster only has to really, you know, get really bad once. And um, I, yeah, I, I feel like some people feel that way, like you said, like that they have some faith that it's just so, sort of just going to always, we're always going to be able to deal with it. I think other people maybe are just sort of, uh, you know, coping with it by believing that, but don't really believe it at the end of the day. Uh, they just don't want to have to, de- like, they're in denial about it. Um, but, like, to go back to your question from earlier of, like, how do how do we handle this? Like, how do we, what do we as individuals try to do uh, with the reality of, like, climate change? And we're seeing, you know, just a not even like yearly, like bi-yearly wildfires, um, you know, uh, hurricanes hitting more frequently, uh, you know, more extreme temperature changes uh, or, you know, temperature extremes. Um, how do we deal with that as individuals? I mean, I, I, I don't really know. Like, I think we've talked about maybe, you know, or we chatted with friends and things about like, you know, just sort of look after on your own and like, Maybe if you want to do something a little bit bigger, uh, go like local organizations like mutual aid and things like that. I, that's about all I can offer as like a salute, like not a solution, but even just a way to like survive um, and, 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 and do well, or at least be materially comfortable. Um, but that's not going to solve the crisis. Like each of each of our communities sort of banding together to like, make sure that we can like, you know, feed people who are hungry and, you know, I, I don't know, help each other for, with other things that, that isn't going to save our country. Like that's just, that's just sort of getting by. Right. Um, right. Right. So, but I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to your question. Like it's, it's, it's very, like very depressing to me, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I think regardless, like I said, I think that the first, you know, the first thing that I wish would change about Americans anyway is just be straight about reality. Like, just don't judge it. Don't suddenly, like, politicize it and operationalize it and act on it or whatever. Just, like, take a second and think, just meditate on that reality. I think we're uniquely bad at doing this. Uh, We try, but it seems like every time we do it, it becomes this socialized competitive thing where we try to get it more than the next person. We try to be more committed than the next person to whatever. And and I think that happens too, where you have these climate activists who become almost like self anointed Jesus type figures, you know, like saviors. I'm like, why should I, what makes you so special? You know what I mean? I don't know your devotion. I don't know. That's not always a great thing. You know what I mean? Um, but I think we're we're uniquely bad at just like not immediately trying to find an answer. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and reflexively saying, well, see, this is why the Republicans are wrong, right? This is why what the Democrats need to do is they need to beef up their... Like, before you get to that stage, I think, like, just we need to be a little bit more clear-eyed or, you know, just, yeah, clear-eyed about the situation. And uh, I don't know if that's necessarily going to fix anything, but I do think it'll make people better like less anxious and more able to prepare than nervously following the news nervously checking the price of bitcoin or what you know like (laughs) nervously looking at indicators uh just to figure you know what i mean does it make sense well i don't think it's ever wrong to try to stop solutioning and just sort of focus on what the problem is, like try to define the problem or try to define, or at least see reality. I don't think that's ever wrong. Um, it, it, yeah, uh, I agree in that sense, right? Like we, we need to, we need, yeah, I, I do think that it would be at least I mean, I don't know if it's going to fix anything. I guess what I'm saying is I don't know whether that fixes anything. I don't even well, care. Well, that in and of itself never fixes anything. Yeah. But, I'm just saying I don't even care whether it does. I no, I'm, yeah, I'm you more can't care if in, it does. You got to just realize, like, yeah, this is the reality. That's of what's just going the reality. On. It's just, right. yeah, exactly. It's the, there's no reason for it. It just is, right? <laughs> you know, like, you don't like, need any yeah. reason for it. It's just it's just what it is. It, yeah, uh, exactly. Um, we have like, a very hard time with like realities where we don't are not judging it. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Uh, and um, yeah. But, it's something that it's something that we all do, but I think, um, it, yeah, it, it's a big problem, um, and uh, yeah, it, it's not that it solves anything. Like, but you can't solve something without having a clear idea of what the situation is. Yeah, uh, and um, the, the situation situ- isn't this, looking good. It's looking this, pretty dire for a lot of people. The situation with climate so, is terrifying. It's terrifying. Like, just read bad. anything about. There's like more and more like news reporting, like do- like documentary level news reporting that's being done about Paradise in California, the town that burned down, hmm. which happened again this year to another town in Canada called Lytton. Oh, really? Same I didn't shit. see that. Just entire towns are just getting wiped off the map. Just the fires swept through? Yeah. Crazy. In a matter of like minutes, these towns just get completely burned to the ground. And they're mass casualty events. It's not like right. they're burning down people didn't towns get out. that like have been just, evacuated. Yeah. There's people in their houses. There was, well, I mean, this is crazy. Like, uh, it, it, this makes sense if you look at the reality of what people are living through in those areas. But I, I saw someone on Twitter who was like, okay, everyone, remember to like put like a fire break area outside your home and all this stuff so that like yeah. you can so you don't burn to death so you don't burn down and i'm like that is insane but also at the same time very rational for you to do that because yeah. you know that you're in an area but it's That's also still sort of insane that yeah. we have to do that like that yeah. that that that's something that is a rational thing for people to think of doing uh and that's some um, hell on earth type shit i mean something yeah that that stuff is some of the most dramatic looking images of global warming you could imagine did you see the one with like fire nados it's like they're like yeah. once rare event and they have just like dozens of videos of this yeah yeah which is literally a tornado that has like flames in it 
There's this one video. <laughs> it's a fire NATO. <laughs> yeah, there's this one video of a giant fire NATO. It's mostly smoke, but some fire in the middle, like a or like uh, a or the of Gulf, fire in the middle. Yeah, and the Gulf of Mexico, remember, was on fire. Yeah. Because one video, of the pipelines. <laughs> yeah, this video, the firefighters, they're like aiming their uh, hose at this fire At NATO, the fire NATO. And the fire NATO sucks the hose out of their hands. And you see this line of the the of that of that yeah. hose that they have and it's just unraveling as the thing flies into the fire right. NATO. and i'm like this is a this is a horror show that that's like that's fucking crazy that's something you'd have in a movie and be like that's so unrealistic that, that's not man. gonna happen that doesn't it's, happen it sucked their hose yeah. into the fire NATO. i was like i can't believe what i'm, I'm seeing here well, it was <laughs> insane yeah it's it's crazy i mean yeah so that's uh, the reality of that's what's the reality going on. and and the reality is that it's this is way faster. I think the thing about okay, like when I say you should meditate on it a little bit is like one of the things that we don't one thing that we don't tend to think about is time and the passage of time and how frequent things are happening versus before, like changes over time. Yeah. Yeah. And meditating is one way where you can think about that over longer periods of time, longer intervals of time. Sure. And when you think of the climate change from that perspective, especially when you think back to years where this wasn't happening, it's very it's fast. Within our lifetimes? It's very fast, you know? Yeah. And, within our uh, lifetimes, <laughs> this was not happening. I think within the last few years. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, there was always really bad. There were always wildfires out west, but I, it's only been the last few years that has reached this. It seems to have tipped over into something where it's just constantly they were never this year. consistently huge i don't think yeah. i mean and 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 maybe they've always been a thing in certain areas because it is um wildfires or f- like forest fires are uh, something that happens in nature occasionally because you know you have a lot of old growth or underbrush that's and it's been dry and then something sparks it off and then it's like a part of the renewal of, of the forest so this is it's not like Forest fires are not uh, not known or not natural, but for it to happen every year uh, in the same at areas setting, at record setting sizes, like yeah, and, and in the same the, the, area. The recent, the the new one is like what yeah. uh, the size of L.A. Yeah, the, the one in Oregon. The, yeah, this size and frequency and um, consistency three hundred thousand um, is not. I, I don't. I I don't think is supposed to be the way it works. Uh, but no shit. <laughs> it's, of course not. Well, I'm just, uh, just, I'm not a climate scientist. I'm not like an expert in it. But it just doesn't seem like this is how it has happened in the past. Um, not, I don't mean like uh, the recent past. I mean like, you know, th- it's you know, quite the history cl- of the I continent. Don't think it, I don't think you're going out on a limb to say that this isn't normal. I mean, all the, yeah. all the actual reporting on it, all the actual. If you do take time to look up the information, you yeah, know, it's there. Like they have clearly linked this. To right. climate change. Right. They've clearly said that this is happening far fast. Like this was not predicted, but we can now see that it's linked. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't think it's going out on a limb to say that this is like climate change related. Uh, I think it's just, I think it's just, uh, for some, as horrifying as it is, right? For some reason, I still feel like it's not registering with us. Like with me, I have to really think about it. To start to, it's it's not like I'm in a constant state of like dread about this. No, and I but don't if, think that's what anyone is saying we need to be in because that doesn't yeah. help either. No, 
But when I do think about it, uh, I do start to feel a genuine sense of dread. You know, it's there. It is there. Yeah. Like, there is a recognition that this could get very bad and life could get very complicated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we'd have a pretty long time span if it, things are going to change this fast. Uh, there's a lot that can go wrong over many, many years. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the things that we're thinking about now. It could be something else that we haven't thought about. It probably will be something else we haven't thought about. Uh, yeah, I mean, my yeah. my my one of my concerns when when everything was going down, or uh, when we heard about the the problems in Texas with their power grid, is that um, I don't think that's going to be isolated to Texas anymore, uh, or in the next mm-hmm. in the near future. Um, I know people have said that you know the Texas power grid and the way that they they've allowed it to 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 develop because of you know, the policy changes or, or things that they've allowed to happen um, with how it's built out sort of made Texas uniquely um, vulnerable to that yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. But that I don't think that means that like, oh, the Northeast or the West or other power grids, because I think there may be like, what, four power grids in America mm-hmm. uh, or something like that, um, four major power grids that I don't think that means that like those are immune. I just think that they're maybe a little bit more resilient, but um I just feel like th- this is something that's going to happen or start happening uh, in, in a wider swath of America. Uh, and um, I don't know who's changing things or who's trying to prepare to prevent it from happening. Because, um, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, 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 so that's where my head went immediately. I'm like, this is not going to just stay in Texas. Like, it, it's going to happen everywhere at some point. Yeah. Um, and what are we going to do? Like, what services are we going to have to be able to, um, you know, rescue people and help people uh, who are either freezing to death or, you know, dying of heat stroke? Uh, you know, especially if like the pandemic and certain things are just sort of become rolling events. Like, I, you know, with the Delta variant, there's the Lambda variant. There are all sorts of things, right? Like, the hospital system is doesn't seem to be as sort of on the edge or the red line, but like at least for my social media, it doesn't seem like there has been like this huge relief period of nurses and doctors. Like a lot of them are still really stressed out. That's and, horrifying. And it's sort of like, okay, if that's gonna be happening, right? And then, you know, we have sort of these more uh, like acute natural disasters happening, like heat and cold and fires and floods maybe and things like that. That's going to also go into the hospital system and also like first responders and stuff like that and emergency and emergency services. Are we, are we prepared to handle all that all at once? I don't oh, no. know. No, definitely. Uh, and it really scares me because I'm like, yeah. then, you know, we talk about inflation. We can bring in like some of the, the business stuff that's happening. Like things are, uh, people are noticing uh, food is getting more expensive and not just sort of like kimchi, which is like a niche sort of food product, but like milk, eggs, bread, uh, all the staples, uh, are becoming more expensive. Uh, and people's salaries aren't growing. <laughs> it's not like they're getting any bigger. Um, so what's going to happen? I mean, something's going to happen. I don't know what it is going to be. I, there's no, I think it's going to be something unprecedented, whatever it's going to be. 
big or small or whatever. It's not going to yeah. be exactly like anything that happened before. No, no. So I don't think anyone has a great idea. No, I'm not saying I do but, either. That's why I'm uh, asking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, but I think that it's something that I think you could still get mentally prepared for to some extent to say, get comfortable with the unknown. Like, just don't yeah. get too attached to this reality. Like, yeah. Um, or not even this. Okay, that's a weird way of putting it. Don't get too attached to this idea of reality. Okay? Do you know what I mean? These like, circumstances that you have. Yeah. yeah, like don't get too attached to the idea that it's stable. I think that's, yeah. a, big, that's a big one. Uh, don't get attached to the idea that um, like we're necessarily like the rest of the world. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, so, I don't know. What am I trying to say? I guess it is better to... It, I, I guess I just see a lot of, um, particularly like with liberals who are like upbeat people, you know, and <laughs> they try to be anyway, you know, and um, I'm talking slightly more apolitical liberals, like the base of the Democratic Party. Okay. Um, they, they're not particular, they're all on politically like sort of unmotivated or, uh, that's almost sounds negative, but they're not, they're busy with their lives. They're not busy with politics. And it just seems like they're, they're just, they're, they've got a lot of like, I think unwarranted hope that, or optimism mm -hmm. that all this will just solve itself in one, one way or another, we're going to figure it out. Elon Musk is going to figure it out. I don't know. And I'm starting to see that that's a problem. Like, cause if you have too many people who are, committed to one opinion out there i'm not saying you're not entitled to that opinion i'm not saying that that's even necessarily wrong but it is just one opinion that probably the authorities are going to take care of this all probably the system will solve this that's one opinion but it has become the dominant opinion and the other opinion is not really discussed that much which is what if they just don't have any fucking answers and you can't really do anything about it if that's the case. But on the other hand, I think you can also sort of mentally like, you know, get used to the concept that none of this is super stable. Whereas I think a lot of people are going to be very surprised when shit goes, gets sideways. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I think that's most people. I mean, the vast majority most people, of people, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, Bezos is going to space tomorrow. Yeah, um, shit like that. Who's who's even paying attention to this? <laughs> yeah. Does anybody care about that? Or is this, is this literally just so that we'll stop talking about Amazon? What, does he want us to talk about him the way we talk about Elon Musk? Yes. Or what is that? What he wants? Because it's not going to happen. Yeah, I think he just. Um... <laughs> this is so stupid. This is such divorced guy energy. This is what he'd happens. Ra he'd rather people um, shit talk him about going to space than shit talk him about the fact that he, you know, kills his workers and doesn't pay them and like abuses them and all that shit. Like he'd rather us be angry that he's going to space than you know his terrestrial uh, misdeeds. Um, he just like he just seems to be know? overcompensating, and <laughs> I just don't care. It's not interesting. I don't know. I don't find. His little, you know, it doesn't even really orbit. It just literally, there's this fucking arbitrary line, 100 right, miles up right, or something right. like that. I don't know where it is. And that marks the official 
beginning of space. Right. Why? And he's like going up to it, right? He's That's like, just, that, I don't, there's no physical reality to that. It's just where they decided to draw the line. Like they're like, this is a sufficiently far enough removed from the atmosphere that this is space. <laughs> right, right. The the atmosphere is sufficiently thin enough. It's up literally there. an idea. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That's all it is. The the universe doesn't have a definition of where space begins. Right. Yeah, are you he, saying there isn't like a line that he could touch and be like, you're in space now? <laughs> yeah. So he's literally just going for an imaginary line, and he's he's gonna arc up and come down. I know. And then he's not even be orbiting. Brief, right. Yeah. There's a brief four minute period where they're four minutes. They're gonna be weightless. Or, or zero gravity, uh, right. zero, zero gra- like a free fall. You yeah, mean free, free fall, fall for yeah. four minutes. And then it's back to reality. So I'm like, he's it's like, not even that impressive. He's like teasing space. He's like yeah. giving a little... There's no spacewalks. Yeah. He's not yeah. gonna, You know what I mean? No, it's... It's, it's, <laughs> it's literally, it's like, okay, we're in space. Four minutes. Everything you want to do, get it done now. Well, it's because like, in four minutes we're going back to Earth. If all you wanted to do was experience weightlessness, weightlessness, they have those like planes that you can take up, and then they do the dive, and you're yeah, like the, weightless the for thirty comet. seconds. Yeah, <laughs> for the vomit comet, right? You could yeah. do that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. or just go bungee jumping. Right, go bo- yeah, just go, just go, bungee just go jumping. bungee jumping a bunch of times. You'll be go, be go bungee jumping with your eyes closed and realize you're not really falling. You're in free fall. You're not really falling. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. like the yeah, do that a few times and you're literally in zero g. Right, and and on. you'll have done what uh, Pizos did. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I find like all the people yelling about that. Like yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. Like it's off. Like he's wasting a lot of money, but I think it's a distraction <laughs> from, mm-hmm. from everything else that's going on. Um, it, it's funny that you mentioned the whole like you you had mentioned the uh, paper straw thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was, it uh, it just dawned on me that like so many things are seen are being advertised as eco friendly, but they're all made out of paper. Mm-hmm. When did that become a thing? I thought like paper was bad. We were supposed to not use paper, but now like paper straws are like good for the environment, and like the cardboard beds of the Olympics are eco friendly. Like when did making things out of paper become like? Uh, there was a fear about the plastic because there was all this talk about this giant plastic. Yeah, no, I understand that. Pla- I'm not saying plastic's good or every any anything, yeah. but like, why go to paper? Like, it, no one could have thought of something else. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it bio it decomposes. I guess I don't know. If that's the idea. I don't know. It, it, but yeah, we have to cut down the trees to pro- to make the paper. We're not yeah. planting forests, are we? It's I don't know. I just well found it's it. It's not funny. that well thought out. No one ever said it was. You know. I know. I'm just, <laughs> I just found it funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, but that um, related to the climate change. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. I don't know if that was of any use to anyone at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, I had to get shit off my chest because it is, uh, it is frustrating. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I, I will say that I was wrong earlier. You did mention that uh, Trump did go after China eventually. So I I think I was saying things earlier about how he was sort of nicer to them, but I guess that was on the beginning of his mm-hmm. of his um of his uh, presidency, and then yeah, I think it quickly became a uh, China virus and trade war, which yeah. <laughs> which which doesn't actually make it any better. <laughs> um, but he I, did he ever turn on Russia? I think I he know. sort of I don't kept know. I, he, his, he was pretty yeah. like defensive about Russia. Yeah. Um, my favorite quote of his was when uh hannity i think asked him whether he felt comfortable working with a man who's a killer or or something like that or had killed people right and and trump was like 
You think we're so innocent? Huh. Yeah, people were people went crazy when he said they that. went crazy over it. But you yeah. know what? He that, he's not okay, wrong. Okay, that's an example. That is an example <laughs> of reality. Yeah. Okay. Trump in that moment was sadly, sadly. Yeah, this does not situated give, yeah. more yeah. in reality than the vast majority of Americans, including those who oppose him. Which is that we are not an innocent country. We kill people. We're not so innocent. That's all he said. That's all he said. Right. And and it's not like he wasn't gonna like continue to kill people. I mean, he did. So yeah. it's all yeah, exactly. He you proved know, himself. Like he right. went out there and he was like, Yeah, you know, Khashoggi, yes. bomb him, kill him. Yeah. You know, all sorts of stuff. You mean so, Suleimani? Yeah, Suleimani, sorry. Suleimani, yeah. yeah. Khashoggi was the um uh the reporter, reporter, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but no, the, Suleimani. The, the, the 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 sad thing is we couldn't handle reality and it was just Donald Trump saying we're not so innocent. It's literally just like we are kind of like the America that you see in the movies. We do have right. shadowy special ops people all around the world killing people. Yeah, that's not just fiction. Right? Yeah. That's all he said. That's all he said. It's not even that crazy. It's not that mind-blowing. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. People it, still <laughs> couldn't fucking take it. They're like, no, what are you talking about? America is this perfect baby. Jesus, uh, why can't we handle that? Why couldn't we handle that? Well, we still can't handle it. So I think we can't handle it because we know we're just it was more important to hate Trump. Yeah, the, the reality of it was less important than everyone hating Trump together. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's. um, Yeah, <laughs> it's at least he's not around so that we can. I don't know. I can't even say that with a straight face. It's not like the Biden people are 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 really holding him to task. You know, like yeah. so many people are like, you know, you just got to vote him in and then we can push him from the left and we can really, you know, we can really hold him to account. I'm like, where is that happening? Where's the holding to account? Where, where, where is it? Because um, he had just had a few big spending happening. bills and he was he was more generous on the size of the stimulus than they thought. And they thought, oh, wow, he's he's the next FDR because he pushed for you know, an extra 700 billion or something like that. And I'm like, it's just numbers. <laughs> like he's, this is literally him just saying, okay, instead of a three, I'll put a seven there. And they're like the new FDR. Uh, it's, you know, but everything else, all his foreign policy, all his domestic policies, all his legislative efforts at this or that. He didn't, he uh, didn't cancel. He didn't cancel any uh, student debt, did he? Exactly. So, so I don't know. Um, yeah, but people keep saying um, you have to not lose hope in the man. You have to not lose hope in the Democrats. You have to you have to chip in, even if you know it's unlikely. You know what I mean? You've got to, yeah. you've got to believe. And I'm like, why do I have to believe? I don't believe in anything these people do. Why would I believe? Like that's a that's asking a lot, don't you think? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. See, that's what I'm saying. I've been it's has been built up in my head over time. I needed to get it out. Sounds good, man. All right. Um man. Yeah. So uh that was way better than me. Those that, that was like three, four days worth of Twitter for me right there. Good. Though that's I know I'm gonna I, come back in like an hour, system. you're gonna have another Twitter rant. So no no no, I feel much I feel much better. <laughs> I, no, I, 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 it's it's like three days of Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's so good. So we can put it down for three days. <laughs> All right, man. All right, dude. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah. See thanks, you. everyone.